All right. Um, this is episode one of the Average Man podcast. I am the host, Dave Robinson. So, this is, as I said, episode one. I'm just going to explain a little bit about what I'm doing, who I am, why I'm doing it, and then I'll try and give a little bit of a story and and set the tone for what I hope to achieve with this podcast. And um, I hope you guys, if anyone listens to this, can bear with me, man. So I'm doing this on my phone at the moment. Um, I'm not sure how long I'm going to stick with the phone, uh, but I'm going to do it on the phone for now. I'm going to get a microphone for it. So this is me holding my phone, talking like you do as a, you know, you see people trying to pretend they're doing hands-free when they hold the phone like to their mouth, like it's a speaker, Um, but it's or like it's a microphone rather, but they're not really doing hands-free. That's what I'm doing. I'm sitting here at the lookout spot in Port Hedland, beautiful Port Hedland where I live on the West Australian coast. Uh, hold my mic, hold my iPod, iPhone and, um, yeah, just trying to shake out a little bit of nerves. I've been building up to do this for a little while. This is kind of the second attempt for me. first attempt was with my best mate and brother, Eli Shogun King, who's been too hard to pin down so I abandoned this idea for a little while Um, the turmoil of life got involved and got in the way as well Um, so this is me revisiting it I'm going to do it on my own and for now um, I plan on having people on when I have friends in town and and, and around the place people I find interesting I'd like to get them on here Uh, down the track I want to get local guests personalities people who have anything to do with the community that I live in, people, any musicians and artists, or anything like that, I plan on getting on down the track, but I, I think I spent a few episodes working out the bugs, the basic bugs of getting this thing recorded, getting it put up online, uh, figuring out the best recording options and, and all those kind of things. So this is really a pilot episode, I guess you'd say. Um, the way I'm going to structure this podcast is sort of like a local radio vibe, but without the radio. That's my little catch tagline I thought up. Local radio without the radio. I mean, I hate local radio. Let me just first say that. Um, the adverts, the just... I mean, I'm not really into the shitty pop music that they play, or if it's an older station, they play, you know, the same old... The same old classics that we hear all the time, K-San and fucking Stairway to Heaven and Pearl Jam, and I love all those songs, don't get me wrong, I'll put them on when I fucking want to hear them, but not every single day while I'm at work. So it's 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 not like a radio station, I'm not playing music, I'll be reviewing some albums, Albums. I'll, I'll do one album review uh, on each podcast, not today, because this is, as I said, a, a working out the bugs issue, uh, but... I'll be talking about music. Um, it'll be heavily, you know, that'll be one of the heavily heavy focuses um, on this podcast. But um, I just, I mean, a, a local radio vibe. Like, I'm going to discuss things in the community that are around here. So if I can get a listener base built up, it, it means something to the people who are here. I mean, I'll discuss everything, but I will focus on things around the area, local places, local people, uh, issues. And, and, and things that are that are current events that are happening in this town, around this town, uh, try and tie in, like I said, with some local, you know, figures and personalities in town, and, and really make it something that 
that can can mean something to the people around here and build from there. So, yeah, I'll probably have to listen to the local radio once a week. I've sort of decided that yesterday, torturing myself. I'm a Triple J man when I'm at work, generally, if I'm not listening to podcasts. I love Triple J. I love what they do. Even though a lot of the, the last few years the music hasn't reached me as much as it used to, I just like the idea, I like what they do. I like that it's... Uh, commercial free you know I like that they they bring bands up local Australian bands man like they've brought up the likes of Silverchair Grinspoon The Rubens Meg Mac I mean just a fucking powerhouse of, of artists that have come through the the unearthed system just to name a couple I mean it's been going since I think 96 I think Grinspoon were the first unearthed artist in 1996 95 96 something like that and then silver chair i think closely behind them so it's just been a fucking epic uh journey that they've had and i love the way they bring up local music man and even though i said like as i said they don't always represent my my music taste i'm getting a bit older now it's kind of for the younger man younger generation i just like what they do like the way they operate so I'm not a local radio station guy, but I'm going to force myself to listen to it once a week to get my finger a little bit on the pulse from their side of things. Um, and maybe I can address some of the issues I hear on there in the news and, and whatnot. Uh, in my own, put my own spin on it, do my own take on it, and that might help me keep my finger on the pulse a little bit more. I also think that I'll be I'll be trying to get out and about exploring and fishing and and spend my time outside and and on the i guess i guess i'll roam the facebook pages the community pages just to see what the vibe is around town what people are up to what people are feeling see how i experience those things myself and then try and relay them back through this podcast so that'll be one of the things i do to to give it that community vibe it won't be the whole podcast because i don't want to narrow myself down to just people in port edlin listening to this or pilbara but it's definitely a spin I'm going to put on it for now. We'll just see where this thing takes us. Um, that's the vibe we're going to go with. The format will be like a, a Joe Rogan experience type format I, I, in one way, I guess. Also mixed with Fighter and the Kid. That's my two favourite podcasts most consistently I listen to. I guess maybe the Fighter and the Kid and maybe um, it's not the big brown breakdown anymore. What's he calling it? He's calling it... Mm, it was a big brown breakdown. Now he's gone to showtime. I'll think of the name in a minute. But another pod, a couple of podcasts. They're a bit more of an entertainment-based podcast. They have segments. I'll probably have segments on mine rather than JRE's just free-flowing. If I have a guest on, it'll be just a free-flowing podcast, I think. But, well, it's just me. I'll have some segments, a little bit of structure um, to follow. And that's. I think that the JRE format's the best. But like I said, if I'm here on my own, just to fill the time out and, and um, give myself some structure, I, I will borrow from a few other formats as well. So that's that's the format and the vibe I'm going for. As I said, I'm going to do some album reviews. I'll do one starting next week. I'll do an album review every week. I'll pick an album, more, more than likely an album that's just come out, either that week or within the, the, the week, few weeks prior. And it'll that'll give me something to do as well. Really give me something to listen to, pick up and listen to, and focus on for a few hours each week. I'll write a review of each track on the on the album, and then give you my spin on it, my take, and what I think's going on with it, where they're at, and whether I liked it or not. And I'll I'll, I'll try and be diverse in that too, rather than just music I like. Um, I mean, I like most music. I won't listen to something I hate, but I will be diverse in in the things that I pick. 
just so I can try and include a, a range of people if if I can get people to listen. Uh, and also, I'll do rundowns of the UFC, which I'll do today. Uh, the big UFC event on tomorrow, 225, I believe. Robert, Robert Whitaker versus Yoel Romero. Also, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos versus Colby Covington. Megan Anderson, Holly Holm. you got CM Punk versus Mike Jackson, which is a joke, but that's on there. A uh, few other... Taito Avasa versus Arlovsky, so it's a massive card, man. I think, I mean, there's a name in every single fight from from the last of the UFC Fight Pass fights, which is Rashad Evans, which is a little sad. But and then all the way up, every single fight has a, a name or a couple of names in it, and I think they're pretty good matches too. You have got some old lions taking on the, the young wolves coming through. Which is always, you know, interesting. And then you've got some genuine top-of-their-game fighters taking each other on as well. So, it's not a... Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, I think I did mention already, this is recorded on my iPhone. So, if there's some, you know, some harshness in my S's and P's and F's, I, I emphasise them then just to push my point a bit i do apologize for that i'm going to look at getting a mic with a condenser on it and we'll see how we go just recording it on the iphone for now and then see how things move along from there uh a bit about me i guess if anyone's listening they tune in they want to know who the fuck is this guy uh, i am dave robinson i think i mentioned that earlier 35 years old i have a wife and two kids um and i live in Again, as I mentioned, the beautiful town of Port Hedland. I'm sitting up at the top of the lookout right now, which is, you know, a high point along the coastline, looking out over Spoilbank, which is the bay here. And one side is a bay, a protected bay. The other side is the channel where the the ore ships come in and out. Um, Iron ore is what the main thing we move here out of Port Hedland, which is you know, iron ore and salt, which is what the economy is built around. BHP, Billiton, and Rio Tinto are the two big, um, two biggest guys moving in town. And then we got, oh, I mean, maybe it might be BHP and FMG are the two biggest, but you've got FMG, BHP, and, and a few other guys in um, involved in ore. Rio Tinto involved in salt minerals and, and, and I think a couple of other things too. But yeah, so there's a big uh, channel that that that, co- that goes into a massive harbour. With I don't know, I'll, I'll find out some more information on this and give a full rundown on the town another at another stage. But there's a there's a harbour with a bunch of berths in there. Huge ore ships come over from fucking China and a bunch of other places across the other side of the world. And there's a there's a, a bay which has a, a sandbank point that curls out around it on a low tide where you can sit and be 50 metres, 100 metres away from these huge ships as they come in and out. And I'm sort of sitting up on the lookout now, looking out at that, and it is fucking beautiful. So, Port Hedland is a town in the Pilbara, which is a region in Western Australia. Uh, A lot of this region is desert. It's coastal, and then behind us, moving inland, is, is desert, really, with, you know, little oases spotted throughout the joint and it has its own kind of beauty to it here and Port Hedland gets a really bad rap so I grew up in Caratha which is I think the closest town Robin's the closest town but then Caratha will be the second closest town to us it's about two hours south of us a couple hundred k's 
and um, that's sort of thought of as generally thought of as probably the best town in the Pilbara. It's on the coast as well. It's got some nice, you know, shops and and, and restaurants and pubs and things like that there to keep people happy. So it's a slightly larger town, and they do similar thing. They 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 have uh, it's minerals export, which is what we do out of these towns. And there's a few other towns inland from us that are involved in that process in in a different capacity as well. Carrara is sort of sort of thought of as the best town in the Pilbara. And as my dad used to say, growing up, Port Hedland was the armpit of of the of the Pilbara with. Roburn being the, the groin, the genital area. So sorry about that, Roburn. This is my dad speaking, not me. I tend to think that Ro- uh, Port Hedland gets a bad rap, man. I think it's it's got beauty here. It's a beautiful town in its own way. Admittedly, you have to learn how to look for it, where to look. If you want to drive in down the main road and just look at the, the monolith that is Nelson Point, which is BHP's main um, port of operations, then, yeah, it's it's... It's ugly, especially on a 40-something degree day, you know, 44-degree day, and there's red dust in the air, and there's just big steel machinery and just the drudge of constant, constant work, industry, massive industry. I mean, it can be ugly and depressing if you look at it like that. And then just over the ridge on the other side of the town of Port Hedland itself is the ocean, and it's fucking beautiful if you can see a snapshot of what i'm looking at right now the water is the sun's just glistening off the water i can see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve ships from my vantage point here right now there's a few trees in my way that are probably blocking out another five or six of those tugboats are pulling one of the ships out right now he's fully loaded i can see by how low he's lying in the water they come in about 20 meters higher than they than they go out on the way in here so it's quite a beautiful place and then there's as i mentioned earlier there's some little oasises spotted throughout the the pilbara you've got to drive to get to them two hours three hours four hours through scrub desert just nothingness flatness which has its own beauty in its own way really i mean and again it's you got to learn how to look at it. If you're just trying to get through the area as quickly as you can and Port Hedland's just a pit stop because you're on your way to Broome and you just want to get in, fucking get out, get fuel, get some ice, get the fuck out, well, you're going to miss it and you probably are just going to see the ugly side of town. And same goes for the FIFO workers. You're just here working 12-hour shifts, 13, 14-day swings or whatever the fuck you're doing and you're just at work and then you're at your local fucking pub hanging out with other FIFO workers and you're not getting out and seeing the town you're not going to see what it really is you're going to see the shithole that people create in their own mind about it and and that's where I think it gets that bad rub from but it has its own beauty here man it really does and it's a really laid back relaxed town even though it is big industry here everything works on a different kind of clock Pilbara time they call it and uh I mean, I mean, there's no stoplights in the whole town. So there's no traffic here. You can just cruise around. Everything's 15 minutes away. Nothing's more than 15 minutes away, which is beautiful. People know each other. It's a community feel. You get down to the shopping centre and people look you in the eye and say good day. And that doesn't happen in the city. So there's, it's got its bonuses, you know, and it's got its, it's got its pros and it's got its cons. But that's just a little bit about the town, Port Edlin, where I'm living. And... Um, as I said, I, um, I'm here with my wife, my two kids. Uh, my wife is a nurse. Two kids, young, two and four. So we've got our hands full with them. We've got two dogs, 
two cats. My wife's been talking about getting the kangaroo again, so this is our second stint here in Port Hedland, and the first time round before we had kids, we were rearing uh, kangaroos, so people hit them in the car and find the, a joey in the pouch, or they go out shooting, they shoot a, a kangaroo and they find joeys in the pouch, and they give them to station owners and things like that. Well, sometimes they bring them in town and give them to the vet or some of the local people around who help rehabilitate these kangaroos, and then they foster them out to people in the community who help get the the, the joeys uh, up to a healthy uh, age, weight, and everything like that, where they can be released back into the wild. And and uh, caring for a joey is very similar to caring for a baby. It depends how old you get them. If you get them what they, when they call pinkies, which is before they have any fur on them, hair, fur. Would you call that fur or hair? On a kangaroo, I guess it's, I guess it's fur, isn't it? I'm not sure what the difference on that is. Fur or hair? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, before they get any fur on them, hair on them, they're called pinkies, and they're quite hard to keep alive. They look like fucking aliens, and they call them pinkies because they're pink, a little pink, fucking skinny alien-looking thing, and and they need milk every couple of hours, and they they're really sensitive to sharp movements and noise and and all sorts of thing, and 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 they can have uh, they can have what they, what do they call it uh, failure to thrive which babies can have too you know and sometimes they just die on you you wake up in the middle of the night or something to feed this fucking pinky and it's just dead in its pouch man like it's horrible so they can get them a little bit older than that as well and ones that can get around a little bit got some hair on them and they need a bottle at varying times sometimes every four hours sometimes just a few times a day sometimes they're eating grains and shit as well which is a good age to get them when they're eating some grass and some grains you know kangaroo food and they're on the bottle too and um so my wife's been talking about that but i don't know man like we've got our hands full with work two kids two dogs two cats you know trying to get outside and look after the house and do all the things day-to-day things that people fucking do in life so we'll see where that goes over the next few weeks sometimes i just you just with women you just do something you just say yes to keep them happy i think that's about i feel like that's about oh 30 to 40 percent of marriage just saying yes to shit that you don't really want to do just to keep them happy and and the frustrating thing is i don't think it does keep them happy anyway Maybe it does for a few days and a few weeks, and then you've got the next request. You can either knock back and be an asshole, or you can grant and and have a win for another few days to a few weeks. So, if you're thinking of getting married, just know that that's part of the deal, mate. That's that's part and parcel with fucking women dealing with women. Your dad did it with your mum when you were growing up. You do it with your girlfriend all the time, where you go for dinner, what movie you fucking watch, what clothes you wear. You do little things, you grant them these things all the time, and it doesn't stop when you get married. It's just fucking part of life, mate. But anyway, um, uh, as a my job, I'm, I'm a carpenter. I've been previously self-employed when we were down in Perth. Just moved back up to Port Hedland. I'm working for a local business now as a carpenter. Um, there's not a whole lot of carpentry involved in in um, carpentry work up here in Hedland. Everything's steel frame. It's kind of like Meccano sets. You bolt them together, steel frame, jip rock. You kind of got to be a jack of all trades, which is true for carpentry anyway. But this just sort of you lose a lot of the carpentry side of things. So that's just life here in the Pilbara, mate. So I'm I'm, I'm used to it now and. Um, that's what I do. That's what I do for work. Uh, I love my loves are music. Um, 
I love music. I love the UFC and 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 rugby league. That's my that's the sports I watch. That's the only sports I watch. I don't have time to watch anything else, and I sometimes don't really even have time to watch those lately. I've got to pick and choose the games and the and the fights that I watch these days. But they're my loves. I've always got time for music, man. Uh, I listen to music. If it's not, if it's the radio, or if if not, if I'm at home, I've normally got my little speaker going and a Spotify list going, playlist, something I've made up, or I'm trying out some new music on there, or you know, if I'm at work, sometimes I've got my headphone in, listening to a new album, pumping something out. If I get sick of podcasts and audio books and shit, so I love music. That's why I'm going to be reviewing an album uh, once a week. It really drives me. I mean, I, it really drives me, and and I find the music I listen to mirrors the state of mind that I'm in. I don't know which which one has more of an effect on the other. If I choose certain types of music to listen to when I'm feeling a certain way, or if certain type of music helps me uh, come from transcend from one kind of feeling to another. Maybe it goes a bit bit of both ways, back and forth there. But I just love music. I feel like the the music you listen to is the soundtrack to your life at that stage. So. Which is why you can hear music songs from 10, 15 years ago and they bring back that feeling to you because you know it was the soundtrack to what was going on in, in your life at that time, you know? So, I love music. It's a fucking... It's incredible that just sounds that we make with you know instruments, and so these chords and notes and, and melodies and you know, riffs and hooks that we that we make and put together and people you know and the noises we make with our voice and if you can make a good noise that mimics the the chords whatever right it touches people in such a way it's such so fucking it's it's amazing to me it's a kind of i feel it's a kind of sort of a magic you know it's it's definitely not the nuts and bolts the material world things that you can touch and and measure and and um explain and quantify it's it's there's something different about it and i love that i love that it's just noises that we make and the certain way you put certain noises together create a certain magic for different people and everyone's different so i love music i love music for that reason and um i'm just in my car i'm just reversing back a little bit because the shadows have crept a little bit away from me and i'm in direct sunlight so picked a little bit of a better spot now or do I go further back further back I'm back in the shade now okay you can hear the noises of the car the handbrake and shit it's because I just had to reverse back I'm starting to get fried by the sun here I don't know how long I'm going to do it here in this spot if I'm in my car and the reason I'm in my car is because of the kids at home I, I, unless I kick my wife and kids out of the house for x amount of time I, I don't have anywhere I can do this it's a three by one house uh every room's someone's bedroom there's no study there's no office there's nothing like that so i got nowhere to do it at home without getting crawled on and and kids demanding my attention and fighting with each other and trashing the joint so here i am in my fucking car up at the lookout just trying to avoid the sun a little bit and um hopefully i'm not rambling too much but there's a noise you can hear in the background me knocking over my book with my dot points and shit written in it um basically i think i'm a very open-minded person um I think I'm a very open-minded person and that's that's something I why I want to do this podcast I want to learn more about myself I want to learn more about the world I want to get people on I can speak to I feel that listening to podcasts makes me more introspective and makes me stop and look at my own my life my own actions and things a lot more and learn from it and I feel like doing a podcast is going to just enhance that experience more just make it more personal to sit here and talk for 
however long I talk for, half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, it's going to make me really think, think of things to talk about, think of ways to connect to people, think of ways to express myself, and I think that's going to help me learn and grow, and and hopefully it can help other people, if I can get some people to listen to it, to do the same for themselves, to to, to look inwards and and, um, find out how you connect to this whole crazy thing that we're doing here. It's not just about getting up in the morning, going to work, coming home, fucking making your dinner, going to bed and getting up and doing it again, you know, like that's a part of life, working hard is a part of life, I believe in hard work, but I I believe that we need to enrich the experience in other ways too, so I guess that's what I'm doing here, I'm searching for a, a way to help me connect to people, help me learn about myself, maybe help inspire and uh, 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 that sort of same introspection in some other people and just find a, a way to connect to this and, and enrich the, exp- the experience that's what I want to do that's why I'm doing a podcast that's why I'm going to try and get out in the community and make my experiences here as interesting as possible so when I do get on here and talk to people if I can get people to listen to it it's not just boring the fuck out of you because I'm not just doing the same shit that everyone else is doing sitting on the couch fucking whinging about how life hard is how hard life is I don't want to I, I want to have something to say to you guys um, I want to have something to say to myself to my kids I want to ha- have some great experiences to put on my my life's resume you know we've got our work resume you build that up you do things at your job you tick things off the list you, you get skills you, you you get experience so you can put that on your resume so you can hand it to someone else and you go this is what i do this is how this is what my experience in this job this is why i'm the right man for the, for the job and i think that we should do that with our life as well so when we when we sit back and we look at that resume at different periods throughout our life we can go yeah tick these boxes this is what i this is what i've been doing these are the experiences i've had these are the goals i've set and reached and things i've failed at and 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 just build a resume up you know i've heard someone speak about that recently and and i guess it's one of those things it's a really good analogy to put something you've already thought about into into words building up your life's resume so this is something else that's going to be another a subheading on that resume for me doing a podcast releasing it really putting myself out there because it's scary man if i do get people to listen to this i have to i have to go and i have to go and promote this now on facebook and instagram and i'll find some other ways to do that and build up confidence because i'm putting myself out there people can laugh at you people can go what the fuck are you doing a podcast for me and the fuck are you got to say you know you just you just do, Dave, you're just an average dude like me, which is right. It is. I am, mate. That's why it's the Average Man podcast. But um, I want to take risks. I want to enrich my life, mate. And this is one one way in which I'm, I'm attempting to do that. So uh, something about me, uh, I'm very, uh, uh, like I said just before, I'm not scared of hard work. I like hard work and I'm very persistent and I don't get, I might get, uh, uncomfortable and embarrassed and 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 things like that as easy as the next guy but I don't get hurt easy I don't get my feelings hurt I don't get knocked off my my uh my focus and what I want to do and, and who I am I don't get that doesn't get knocked off with me easily so I don't really care if people laugh at me and give me shit and no one gives a fuck about what I'm talking about you know like I mean actually I do give a fuck if they don't care what i'm talking about i want to relate to people but i don't care if people want to ridicule me is what i'm trying to say that's not going to deter me this is something i'm doing for myself and hopefully that can grow into something that helps other people so that's what i'm doing here man and um i got a lot to learn i've got a lot to learn 
hopefully this is something I can get off the ground and um, I am going to stick with it but hopefully it's something I can get people to listen to and I can build experience this is me as a novice I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I've been listening to podcasts for the last four years but I don't know what I'm doing as far as creating one so I don't even know how I'm going to get this up on iTunes yet I'm going to figure that out I've been googling and looking on online and I think I've got the right app that I'm using here to do that but it's all learning for me so hopefully I can look back on this in a year and go holy fuck that was awful just terrible but you know and realize the mistakes that I've been making during this podcast and just get better every time every time every time a little bit better a little bit better a little bit better and then hopefully build a, a, a product that's actually good and people want to listen to and I can be proud of so uh, moving on I guess that's that covers what I why, why I'm doing the podcast and um, yeah I do feel I think I left out there I feel I'm on, on, on uh, the precipice of, of a change in my life I'm on a I'm in a weird transitionary state I moved down to Perth from 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 here from Port Hedland two and a half years ago and more now nearly three years ago you know yeah nearly three years ago 18 months and um I started my own business there's a bunch of other things that happened in that time which I will save that story for another podcast another day because I think there's a lot that goes into that so I'll breeze over it um I, I started my own business and put a lot of work blood sweat tears time into that a lot of stress on myself which is fine but on my family as well and that's all part of it it's part and parcel of running a business starting a business and in the in, in that time frame, I, I, goals have shifted. What I want out of life has has shifted. I've got that experience, which I would never trade anything for. The experience of starting your own business, running that, getting learning how to deal with people, quote jobs, uh, quote and organize materials, get things done, hand things over to clients, keep, keep people happy with you, build your name and your reputation up. Uh, uh, advertising, promoting myself online on Facebook, all these kind of things. That was a completely invaluable experience, and I loved it. I, I loved every minute of it as much as it stressed me out, and, I, and 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 was a lot, a lot of work. I really loved it. I really appreciated the chance and the opportunity to do that. And um, but goals have shifted in this last couple of years. Life's changed for us, for me and my wife, and, and we're looking in a new direction and that direction hasn't been pinpointed 100% yet so this podcast is also a part of that process so hopefully that's something that cool you guys can see if I can get people and I keep saying this if I can get people to listen um, and tune in then hopefully you guys can follow that journey with me I think every story needs you know it needs its beginning middle of the, the arc of the story and you know not so much an end it's not really going to be an end you know unless I fucking have a coconut fall out of one of these trees and fucking knock me off. There's not really going to be an end, but there'll be a, a beginning, a middle, and arc, and, and, and the arc of the story, and, and and I hope that's what I can share with people and get them interested and, and get them along for the ride with me because I believe my life's at a really exciting point right now. It's the unknowns in front of me. And being a carpenter in the building industry, a man, I've just recently sold my house. I've had a house, I had a house for nine years, you know, kids, you know, loans, car loans credit cards those things you know like the day-to-day ropes that bind us into a certain path you can't jump out of those wheel ruts because you've got to do x to get to 
your goal to to cover your monthly nut every month you've got to make x amount of dollars and then to do that you have to do this specific job for this specific amount of hours every week and there's little room for movement and creativity and, ex- and and new experiences in there there is a little you can make room for them holidays and try new things but you know there's a lot of work, hard work that goes into to just get a few small experiences out of out of life every year and uh, and I, th- I feel like there's, there's more to life than that for me and I'm going to be chasing down a new way to live my life a new way to, to to supplement my income and 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 whatnot over the next couple of years and hopefully you guys can be here and people can listen in and and follow that journey with me um follow along on that journey with me and that's that's hopefully something i can and bring to this podcasting experience that that'll keep people interested you know watching me grow go come on the journey with us so that's another thing I, I'm, I'm trying to achieve here um i'll give you a, a little bit of a story now just to as I said, I don't know, just as a bit of format to kind of chuck in in the podcast here. I'm fucking learning what I'm doing, guys, on the fly. So I, I know things are a bit clunky here and I may be stretching for words a little bit. I'll get better. I guarantee you I'll get better. Episode two will be 50% better than this. Uh, and I'm confident in that. So let's just get this one under the belt, out the way. Below the Belt. Below the Belt, that's the name of the other podcast. It used to be called The Big Brown Breakdown. Now it's called Below the Belt with Brendan Shaw. Yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a fight-based podcast. He, he, he um, interviews fighters. He's an ex-UFC heavyweight himself. He interviews fighters. He breaks down cards, fight cards. He... Uh, he analyzes fights he gives you good good breakdowns of what's going to happen he's got a lot of inside information of what's happening in the business side of things and the fight world side of things and just a and he's a funny dude he's he's a ufc fighter turned podcaster slash comedian and and i get a lot of inspiration from him as even though we're very different people he's a bit of a yeah, typical american sort of sports jock on the outside like he's just his his the way he was brought up but really is a smart funny introspective kind caring guy so i I shouldn't say sports jock but it's just a different kind of human being to me but um i I get a lot of inspiration from from the the way he's not scared to change he's not scared to try new things and 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 um throw the towel in on what you've been chasing for your whole life and go in a different direction you know i think that one of my favorite sayings has always been nothing ordinary comes out of the nothing extraordinary comes from the ordinary something like that I fucked it up but you know what I mean if you never do anything out of the ordinary you can't expect the extraordinary that's basically the gist of it and I believe that and I've lived my life like that the last several years um, I've been sometimes you get kicked in the teeth and you know you got to lick your wounds for a little bit but I'm getting back up off the floor now and I'm ready to have another shot uh, at a new direction in life and, and, and try something out of the ordinary and I get inspiration from someone like him who's done that with his life a couple of times now so Below the Belt's a great podcast if you're into boxing and UFC or mixed martial arts I should say you should check it out it's really good now I suppose on that note, I should break down this car for tomorrow too. Um, it's a little bit hard. I'm on my phone now, so I don't want to fuck around and, and, and open up. Um, I don't want to fuck around and open up the the um, app with all the fights on there. So I'll just go off the top of my head. Uh, I know we've got uh, the headline in the prelims is 
Alistair Overeem fighting... Oh, maybe I should just open it up on my phone. Alistair Overeem, what's the boy's name? Um, Curtis Blades, Alistair Overeem versus Curtis Blades. So this is one of your, your uh, the young lions on the way out fighting your old bull. I think I said old lion fighting the young wolf earlier, whatever, whichever analogy you like best. But you got the old, you know, legend of the sport taking on the new up-and-comer. Um, I think the safe money would probably be on Curtis Blades. He's, he's, he's a good wrestler. Uh, not that Alistair Overeem's a slouch on the ground, he's, but he's a good wrestler. Um, I think he can take a shot. He just fought Mark Hunt in his last fight. He is the young uh, lion coming up. Alistair Overeem has super, super suspect chin on him. I mean, at that heavyweight division, he he's just had too many hits to the head, I'd say. And and one more of those, you know, you, you land on him, he's going to go to sleep. Saying that, uh, Blades isn't a knockout artist, but I think he can take him down and grind him out and make it a shitty, boring fight, and that's probably what happens in that one. So there's Blades. I think the first or second card on the uh, fight on the on the main card will be Joseph Benavidez versus Sergio Pettis. Um, Benavidez all day he's going to take this one out he's got too much skill experience and power everything for Sergio Pettis Sergio Pettis is a great young and upcomer he's probably they, they've given him a couple of the, the top level guys a little bit too soon in his career I'm sure he'll take the losses learn from him move on and, and we'll see him back in a couple of years right at the top of that game but right now Benavidez is going to be too much for him footwork speed timing power everything uh, we've got Megan Anderson the Australian first fight in the UFC she's been the Invicta featherweight champion she's coming over to fight Holly Holm everyone would know the name Holly Holm if, you, if you're interested in MMA at all she's the bird that head kick knocked out Ronda Rousey now, I was there in Melbourne for that fight me and my wife um Rousey was undefeated at the time she'd just been destroying chicks just going through them like this is like fucking a hot knife through butter I mean people like to write her off now and talk this and that and you know was she really that good and all this kind of bullshit she was that good she was that much be- at least she was that much better than all the other females at the time she was she went through them all I mean she just fucking destroyed these girls she's having 16 second 14 second KOs and shit like that man she was getting girls that's when she stopped doing her armbar she had this armbar she'd just grab girls judo flip them bang on their back jump on top lock up an armbar fucking like no one's business first round I think she had six first round finishes or some shit she had one fight that went into the third round before she finally armbarred the girl that was Misha Tate she was to become a champion later on down the track she was a fucking animal and Holly Holm Took her into the, I think the second, might have been the second, and just had her number from fucking straight out the gate. She was an elite striker. She's long. She's strong. Her, te- her, her, she's technically sound. She just picked her off with a left hand, left hand, left hand on the outside. Ronda was charging at her. She played the matador to the bull, and eventually that head kick was there. Left hand set up, bang. Head, head high, so it was right hand set up, left high kick, bang, knocked her out. And then a hammer fist to finish things off on the ground. And you should have heard the fucking, the, the, the roof in the stadium. So one thing you don't, if you've never been to a mixed martial arts event live before, that's the first and only one I've been to so far. But you don't get the commentary. I believe you can get a headset that you can put on where you can hear the commentary. But we didn't have those. So there's no commentary. There's no noise. There was 55,000 people in Eddie Had Stadium in, Mel- stadium in Melbourne. And, and, and it's, when the fights are going on, it's dead quiet. 
people are watching and no one's it's not like a sporting event where you can hear this background noise and people are jeering and, and it's just dead quiet and then there's a good strike landed and the whole joint goes ooh and then someone lands a kick and they go ah it's really surreal and then it's just silence in between you look around you can hear the crickets you know it's, it's fucking dead silence Things had been, there'd been a few ooh, ah moments in the Holly home, Ronda Rousey fight, and then everyone was watching intently. Rousey comes forward, attacks. Megan, uh, Megan, uh, Holly Holm hits her with the right hand and the left high kick, and the fucking roof is blown off this joint. People are, we, me and my wife ourselves, are, we're up on our feet, everyone's up on their feet. <sighs> The fucking roof blows off. We're looking at around at people. Everyone's shocked. No one ever, no one saw this happening. No one foresaw that she was going to get her head kicked, knocked out, destroyed by Holly Holm like that. All the, all, all the uh, analysts and and the special, you know, and, and all the uh, the professionals. Everyone thought that she was going to get fucking that she was just going to run through like she did everybody else. She was too much experience, too much too soon for Holly Holm. She was going to grab a hold of her, throw on her fucking back and armbar, and she got knocked the fuck out, and the roof exploded. It was fucking incredible and surreal. Real, and, and I'll never fucking forget that man. So that's Holly Holmes. That she's the woman that did that. Ronda Rousey infamously then got fucking knocked out again, and well, out on her feet in forty-eight seconds by Amanda Nunez in her comeback fight. But you know that was all she wrote from that head kick from Holly Holmes, mate. She was in shell shock. She never came out of it. Never de- dealt with the loss. Never handled it properly. Never got any better. Didn't change her training strategy, her coaches, and nothing. Just went in with the same mindset. Oh, no, not the, probably not the same mindset. She went in with the same set of tools and the same game plan without the confidence that she had before and it was a disaster but Holly Holm set that on that in motion and fucking kicked her into another planet so she fights Megan Anderson who's this from all accounts and all, all the footage I've seen on her online a complete beast she's a jiu-jitsu based fighter but she's a complete fighter I believe she's a larger woman she's a, a legitimate 145 a featherweight where Holly Holm is a 135 or a bantamweight she's done a few forays up into uh, featherweight and lost them both so far so it's not really her weight class if Megan Anderson, the Aussie, can get over Holly Holm, it's fucking off to the races. You know, she will be next up for for Chris Cyborg, which is, you know, for anyone that knows Chris Cyborg, man, I mean, she, she's the featherweight king, queen, I should say, and she could legitimately compete with other featherweight men. She, she She's a fucking monster. She is a fucking monster. All around. People thought she was just like a Vitor Belfort who'd just come in and won first round, just blitz you and you fucking, you know, you make one wrong slip, she's just going to overpower you, fucking maul you, take you out and destroy you. But if you get her into the second round, you can wear her down a little bit, you can, you can slow her down. You might be able to fucking grind out a decision or catch her in some, some sort of tricky submission or something along those lines. But... She went the five rounds. She went the five rounds with Holly Holm and didn't slow her down a little bit. She actually came on stronger in the fifth round, mate. So the chick's got technique. She's got power, ferocious power, and she's got cardio, and she's got game plan, and she's got patience. She's fucking incredible. So tomorrow you're going to learn as much as me about Megan Anderson. I don't know anything about her. She's really just from YouTube clips, so we're going to see where she's at. If she struggles with Holly Holm, or if she loses to Holly Holm, I mean, it's, we've got to restart rewriting that story from scratch. If she struggles with Holly Holm, then we know we need a few more fights first, a bit more experience in the UFC. It could be the bright lights getting to her. It could be you know, she hasn't fought in, I think, a year or something like that. So there could be a few other issues she needs to overcome. If she runs through Holly Holm or, or at least finishes her or dominates her, if dominates her or finishes her, then 
when we were off to the races, man, it, it's it's fucking it's cyborg Anderson time, you know. So we'll see, we'll see where we're at with that tomorrow. But she's also fucking dime piece. Uh, stop stealing. Oh, yeah, I'm stealing too many words from from Brendan Shaw here. I listen too much of his podcast, and they're just on the tip of my tongue. Dime piece off to the races. These aren't my sayings, by the way. They're just coming off my tongue. But she's fucking hot. She's she's a hottie, mate. So. Hot is also not a word I'd normally use. It sounds like something someone who's in their fucking fifties would use. Okay, yeah, just just bear with me here, mate. This is all fucking new to me. Uh, I got my I got a little bit of my, uh, momentum behind me now, and things are just rolling off my tongue. So she's fucking gorgeous. That's the point of the story. It's all tatted up. So we'll see how that goes down tomorrow, man. I'm excited. Um, then we got a piece of shit fight. Fucking CM Punk. Versus Mike Jackson Which is just a pro wrestler Who's come over there Put him on the fucking fight card To sell tickets And it's ridiculous I'm not even going to break it down Neither of these guys Deserve to be in the UFC Therefore they don't deserve To have their fight broken down Uh, Who knows Shit show Moving on We've got RDA Versus Colby Covington Now Colby Covington Is this mouthy motherfucker American Looks like your typical Fucking American Meathead Fucking Jock uh, who's a wrestling-based guy with striking, who's got some few good wins on his resume, but really talked his way into this. And Joe Reagan's gone on about this fucking, so people have heard this already, but he's, 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 he's talked his way into this fucking title fight, which is for an interim belt. RDA is a legit contender. He should be fighting for the belt, except the, the uh, Tyron Woodley, the, the actual champ of welterweight, he's, he's out injured, so they've made an interim belt. RDA is legit. He should be there. And he's, I hope, really, and I, I think he's going to he's gonna destroy Colby Covington. Colby's only only chance is to take him down and grind out a boring decision. RDA is too tough, too slick, too well-rounded for that. He's going to fucking maul him. He's going to maul him and stop him in the third, I think. Um, he'll batter him up early, really make him look like he doesn't belong there. And third round, he's going to fucking get him up against the cage and just piece him up with combination. And fucking the, 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 the ref will step in and, and that'll be all she wrote. So that's my prediction for that one. And the main event, my man, my man, Robert Whitaker. I followed this dude's career since he was on um, the Ultimate Fighter Smashers series, which was uh, Australia versus England. Mm. Sorry, just having some hydration there. Australia versus England. Um, he won the he won the series. Had a couple of tough fights on there. Really, you can just tell straight out the gate that he was special. He had great footwork, very humble, uh, open to learn, and just game, real game. So he's the legit middleweight champion. 25, 24, 25 years old, something like that. He's a Brisbane boy. He beat Yoel Romero, who he's fighting again now for the interim strap. Um, and yeah, they're, they're having a rematch now. Yeah, Wells, the forty-year-old killer from Cuba, who is uh, probably the, regarded as the best wrestler ever to ever to compete in MMA, or at least in the UFC. Probably Ben Askren could probably rival him for that title, but he's the best wrestler to ever compete in, in the UFC. Uh, gold, one one gold in the Olympics. Um, just a fucking freak, man. You look at the guy; looks like a superhero. He's 40 years old, he's been under stringent drug testing, and he looks like a fucking superhero. Guys, traps come from his ears down to the outside of his fucking shoulders. He has explosive, explosive power. Great wrestling. Just knocked out Luke Rockhold. He's knocked out Tim Kennedy. He's knocked out Leota Machida, Chris Weidman. I mean, he's got some fucking heads on his wall, man. This dude's a fucking killer. 
and he's coming after for his rematch with Robert Whittaker. I think Whittaker gets it done if there's not an explosion that catches him. This dude can be losing a fight. He can be coasting along in a fight. The other guy can look like he's comfortable grinding out a decision or something, and then Yoel can go bang and just explode. And when he touches you, one of those explosions, it's, it's all over. There's no coming back from it. So... Barring that, I think Robert's foot, footwork can keep him out of the way. He's very loose. He's very loose and elusive. He rolls with the punches well. He's also young. He's 25, so he doesn't have 10, 15 years of head trauma in the bag behind him. Therefore, I think that it means he can take a better shot. I think that he stays loose. I think he get. I think I, I see. He's got, I see him getting in trouble in this fight early on, start, sort of round two. I think he's going to get in a little bit of trouble. There's going to be a bit of a bit of an explosion that kind of catches him, and I think that he's going to ride that out. He's going to come back second. I think he's going to come back third, fourth round. I think. He, I think he's. I think he finishes him. I think he finishes him in the fourth. I think he gets clipped early, rides out, comes through the comes comes through the the. Uh, uh, comes through the tough times uh, and third round starts getting his wits back about him, starts picking up pace and, and regaining control of the fight. Fourth round, I think he, he um, outworks him. Yoel gasses, he gets him up against the cage again. Similar to RD8, I think he's going he's gonna to just start landing unanswered punches and the, and the ref's going to jump in and stop it. That's what I think. And it'll be and still undisputed middleweight champion in the world. First champion Australia's had. That's what I think is going to happen there, mate. So, um, yeah. I do have a little story here. I I was just thinking, I I am, I'm going to skip this story. I think uh, I've said enough. I think this story is just going to take the vibe down a little bit. It's a little bit slow. It's not really that interesting. I threw it in there to try and maybe fill time and help me connect to the local vibe of the podcast I wanted to set up uh, a bit further, but I don't think I need to. I think I've gone on about Port Hedland and myself, and and, and, um, I think I've done enough and said enough for now uh, I don't want to drag this out and, and lose people um, like I said it's the first podcast man I've got fucking plenty more to come we're not going to be one every single week I'll be doing one every week uh, I'll release them on Sunday um, that's 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 probably it mate thanks for listening if anyone listens thank you man right really I, I, I'm going to get better um, give me a chance man give me a chance and um, yeah I hope, people, I hope someone comes on this journey with me and uh, I think I've said enough for now. Let's, let's go see if I can get this fucking bitch uh, uploaded. Thank you very much. Every man, Average Man Podcast, Episode 1. We're out.